1: Top cut, welcome to the top cut, welcome to the top cut, welcome to the top cut. Hello, everybody, and welcome into today's episode of the Top Cut Yu-Gi-Oh podcast. My name is Sonny. I am your host. I am here with my co-host Caleb. Hello! And of course, before we get too <laughs> too far in, we want to thank all of the patrons. So a huge thank you to Cam Yang, Austin Johnson, Kane Martin, HGA Cyber, Madame Vera Smugness, Marshawn Jones, Zyphurus, AD. ABC, it's easy as one, two, three. Anthony, Lila, Blackwing, Silver in the Ascendant is a floodgate. Branded Fart, Damien Zinc, Dank Nugs, Elemental Hero, Nibiru Token, Get Nibbed, You Swords, Old Noob. I am McLincoln, Invoked Fart, Mountain Man, Oatmeal Spaghetti, Owen Alvarado, Pig, Rubina, Go Chirp, Chirp, Rudolph, Unban Number 95, Konami, Understanding and Reading are two different things. Virtually Saviors World, Zingus Khan, Aaron Gardner, Opaloosa, Floodgate of the Goddess. Ah. Uh. <laughs> Asami, Dragon Maidenless Behavior. I, Sunny, will give Dylan an episode to discuss Opelousa. I am not obligated to that, by the way. Liberomancer Best Deck. Max C Solves Combo. Mystic Mind Duelist. Nordic Best Deck. Old Man Red. Pin Code 143. Ray Powell. Shockmaster did nothing wrong. Slaking it up. And VFD's Nuts. All right. Well, a huge thank you to all the patrons. And again, if you want to see, well, hear your name, Shout it out on the podcast. Be sure to go ahead and check out our Patreon. The link is in the description down below. And of course, while we're talking about links down below, be sure to check out our TCG Player affiliate link. It costs you nothing extra to shop. Just click it before you shop and you support the podcast. It helps us tremendously. And of course, also check out one of our sponsors, Dragon Shield. So Dragon Shield is the one of the largest tcg accessory manufacturers in the world and they are kind enough to sponsor us on this podcast they make shields shields (laughs) they make sleeves deck boxes play mats all of the different things that you would use to protect your your wonderful precious expensive shiny cardboard and i absolutely recommend checking them out just click the link in the description down below And it will cost you nothing extra to support us, just like the TCG link. And you can get this awesome shuffle sound like this. (laughs) I'm not the best at it, but you get the point. And the last one I'm going to say is please be sure to check out Millennium Threads. Millennium Threads is a store over on Etsy run by one of our wonderful listeners. And they put out some amazing Different designs for Yu Gi Oh! as well as some other different things. I think I've seen some Pokemon. I think I even talked them into a One Piece design. <laughs> so be sure to check out Millennium Threads. Their link is in the description down below. It, just wonderful stuff. I'm going to post another picture tomorrow, probably, of me wearing the awesome hoodie that I have from Millennium Threads. So I absolutely recommend checking them out. And if you're on Apple or Spotify, Give us a quick follow. If you're on YouTube, a quick subscribe would be immensely helpful. And I think I do want to plug our Discord. I'm trying not to make this too long, but I would like to plug our Discord. It's a wonderful place to check out, and we do run Remote Duel Locals every Thursday. They are free to enter, and they are a lot of fun. And if you top the Remote Duel Locals that we have on Thursdays, you'll get entered into an invite-only tournament that will be held later this year. So... Be sure to check all of that out. And without further ado, let's get on into the actual episode, which I feel sorry that we're like four minutes in and I haven't actually started, but here we are.
2: Yep. So. Okay. So to start with perks, um, perks of
1: having actual sponsors these days.
2: All right. <laughs> so first off, uh, we we got some information on the next OTS pack. OTS 20. Woo. Woo. Uh, elevate your game in 2022 with OTS tournament pack 20. Lots of 20s there. OTS Tournament Packs are not-for-sale items that are provided exclusively to Konami official tournament stores. That's an OTS for those of you who did not know what this stood for. Yep. So make sure to reach out to your local official tournament store for details. OTS Tournament Packs for duels who enter tournaments. <laughs> Add an OTS for a chance to pick up cards that are useful for building decks using newly introduced or revamped strategies, as well as foil upgrades. Also, OTS Tournament Packs are the only way duels can get a hold of Ultimate Rare Cards. OTS tournament Impact 20 introduces three new ultimate rare cards, including Ghost Reaper and Winter Cherries. This card plays a key role when you're up against a duelist using the same strategy that you are, banish crucial extra deck monsters like Mirror Jade, the Ice Blade Dragon in style. And then OTS tournament Packs 20 set contains 26 cards, 13 commons, 10 supers, 3 ultis, set subject to change.
1: So, I just real quick. <clears throat> I the the Ghost Reaper Winter Cherry Spick is like fine, I guess. I find it hilarious how they very specifically called out Ice uh, um, Mirror,
0: Mirror Jade. Jade. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> what get cherried. Give me three cards that you would like to see in this set, either for a super rare upgrade or just a generic reprint or whatever. Uh, just hmm. off the top of your head. Keep in mind, we're not going to see cards like Pot of Prosperity in this.
2: Of course not. Um, Unless it's an ulti, but. Yeah. Maybe as an ulti. Okay. I would like to maybe see an up like a super rare miscellaneousaurus would be very cool. Cause right now it's only common and premium gold. Um, I think it. I could have sworn it came in super. Uh, no, so as far as I've seen, double check me on that. If it exists, do it again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Second verse, same as first. Uh, <sighs> let's see what else I would also like to see maybe like an ulti, uh, I almost said Zeus, but they've already done Zeus.
1: Yeah, they have. Yeah.
2: Like uh, maybe an ulti Toad would be cool.
1: Totally awesome. Oh, uh, you're right. It is only common in gold. Yeah, an ultimate totally awesome would be so nice. Oh, especially yeah. Especially going into splite format. Oh, yeah. The only exactly. thing that would upset me about it is that I've already bought my secret rares. So.
2: I mean, I, I got I got a play set of uh, gold. So Yeah.
1: Uh, one more.
2: Uh, uh, um, uh, uh, like <laughs> put me on the spot. No. Got. Gosh darn it, uh, uh, BLS. Which one? I don't know. You had the BLS pop and it popped in my head. Ah? ah. Nah. Uh, but no. in all seriousness, uh, maybe, like, an rarity to, uh, actually, ulti DD Pro would be, would be, would be fire, but already exists.
1: Yeah, it already exists. I don't yeah. think they would do it again. Yeah. I'm just gonna say mine to give you an idea. Yeah, yeah. So, I would like to see, personally... A super rare printing of Swords All Blackout. Okay. I would like to see a common or super rare printing of Revived King Hades, which is that a very specific Edison card. And we were imprinted in five ever. It's never been reprinted. Never mind. Yeah. And the last card, I think I would like to see a... Hmm. Not you're right. That third one is kind of tricky.
2: Yeah. Maybe like a Ulti Swap Frog. Ulti Ronin. Toed? Swap
1: Frog already has an Ulti. Okay.
2: Ulti Ronin Toden. Super Swap Frog. Ulti Ronin Toden.
1: A Swap Frog reprint would be really nice. Oh, maybe some.
2: Uh, maybe some dupe frogs. Yes, I already know it comes as a super.
1: What I would really like to see is a super rare Ooh. But that won't happen because it's banned. Yeah, they'd have to bring back substitute to do that. And we don't want that. I don't want Substitute back in the game as it currently sits without an errata. But the thing is, if it got reprinted, I would want it to be reprinted without an errata. Yeah, it's one of those things
2: where you want it a certain way, but you know that if it
1: happens, it's going to get errata.
2: Everything's going. No, it, no, well, because like if it gets reprinted without an errata, everything just kind of goes to the frogs.
1: I don't think that <laughs> I don't think that they're gonna reprint substitute unless they give it an errata. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It. Yeah, which is an issue because it's only got I think one printing, yeah. and it's a rare, and it's like twenty five dollars.
2: Well, yeah, because it got reprinted and then banned. Oh, I mean, it got print. My bad, i reprinted. Printed and then banned. Right, it's broken.
1: Broken. It's a very good card.
2: Uh, if you were to eradate it, but keep, but try and keep the effect, how would you eradate it? I'm curious,
1: actually. Eradate it to try to keep it. I mean, just put, just make it a hard once per turn. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Literally, just make, Literally it, just months make it a hard once per turn. turn, and that's it. Anyway,
2: uh, so in the coming months, uh, this is supposed to come out in like November, sometime in like sometime in November of this year.
1: Right. Um, it says November fifth, but it's Konami, so it could be delayed.
2: Yeah. Um, so just November. Yes. Uh, is whats what is what I've been saying. Um. And in the coming months, we'll get more and more info about other reprints in there. Like, the last OTS set had, like, super rare,
1: um... Caius. Caius. And that's it.
2: Yeah, and then the set before that, though, had, like, super rare, uh, Token Collector. Token Collector, which was super fire.
1: Yeah, that was a good one. Uh,
2: the ultis from the one before last was also pretty cool.
1: Yeah, the ultis have been fine, I guess. I, I'm still waiting for an Ultimate torrential tribute. That would be nice yeah that'd be sweet oh 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 also the ulti uh, uh fury of curution just because that's really random but i respect it because it lets you search out torrential tribute it's still really random but i respect it <laughs>
2: all
1: well, right let's get on into some cards what do yeah. you
2: say oh yeah uh let's go <clears throat> in reverse chronological
1: so we're gonna start with the bested theme Yup. all right so more like busted theme it's all right the Albaz and Branded story meets its inevitable dragon support. So we're going to start with Bisted Magnumut. Dragon effect monster, dark level 6, 25, 2k on the stats.
2: Really beefy for level 6.
1: Yeah, pretty solid. You can only use the first and second effects of this card's name each once per turn. 1. You can target one light or dark monster in either graveyard, banish it, and if you do special summon this card from your hand. This is a quick effect if your opponent controls a monster. Two, if this card is special summoned, you can activate this effect. Add one dragon monster from your deck or graveyard to your hand during the end phase of this turn, except Bisted Magnemut. That's, that's pretty That's pretty powerful. It feels pretty solid. It, it's interesting that it targets the light or dark monster in the graveyard.
2: Yeah, it's a banish.
1: But it doesn't banish for cost. It targets it as cost. That way yeah. you can D.D. Crow it out and it won't get the effect.
2: Yeah, you can't D.D. Crow your own stuff, unfortunately. So if your opponent targets one of your own banish things... You could do something silly, like call the Haunted It. Uh, I
1: guess... Because
2: then it would revive and it's no longer grave for it to be banished. off
1: But what I'm saying is, if your opponent activates this card, you can de decrow their target out of their graveyard and they yes. won't get the summon. That's what I was saying.
2: Yeah, but, the, well, the issue is that they can target with something in
1: your grave, too.
2: You can't, and you, I don't think you can de decrow stuff in your own graveyard.
1: Yeah, but... You- Oh, I see what you're saying. You can target Light Art Monster in
2: either yes. graveyard, and you can't. I don't think oh, you can. So it de- can also
1: be used as an interruption. Oh, That's interesting. I didn't. Mm-hmm. Even, I didn't even notice that. But
2: it can only be used. As, but it, it's only a quick effect if your opponent already controls something. Has to control a monster already. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next up, we have Bisted, uh, uh Dragon, Level Six, Star, 25, Twenty Five, Two Thousand, exact same stats. You can only use the first and second effect of this card's name each once per turn. One, you can target a light or dark monster out of the graveyard, banish it. Oh, literally the exact same effect. Yes. Um, If this card is sent to the graveyard, you can send a bisted monster except itself or a branded spell or trap from deck to graveyard.
1: Interesting. Next, we have Bisted Druid Worm. Same type and stats. Dragon, Dark, level 6, 25, 2k. You can only use the first and second effects of this card's name each once return. One, you can target the light or dark, ban it in either graveyard, banish it if you do special summon. It's a quick effect if your opponent controls a monster, just like the last two. And two, if this card is sent from the field to the graveyard, you can target one opponent's special summoned monster. Send it to the graveyard. Okay,
2: that's pretty decent.
1: Interesting board breaker card. Uh, the Bisted Lubellian,
2: uh, level eight light dark, dra- uh, light dragon, 2500 attack, 3k defense, cannot be normal summon or set. Must be special summoned from your hand or graveyard by tributing a level 6 or higher dark dragon monster. You can only special summon the Bisted Lubellion once per turn this way. You can only use the first and second effect of this card's name each once per turn. 1. You can send this card from your hand to the graveyard, add a Bisted monster from deck to hand, accept another copy of itself. 2. During your main phase, you can place a branded continuous Spoiler Trout from your deck, face from your deck face up in your spell and trap zone wow
1: this 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 all seems pretty good i'm not gonna lie
2: yeah and then we got some uh, some other cards too
1: yeah so next we have the Bisted alba los dragon special summon effect it mean, it, it, it's like
2: bls where you have to like oh, okay you have to special summon by its normal <laughs> effect first right. and then at that point you can
1: right okay light level 12 3500 attack 3500 defense Cannot be normal summoner set. Must be special summoned from your hand or grave by tributing two bisted monsters. One, while you control this card, special summon this way. Negate the effects of all ritual, fusion, synchro, exceeds, and link monsters on the field. Two, if this card, if this face-up card you control leaves the field by an opponent's effect, you can banish all face-down cards in each player's extra deck face-up until your opponent's end phase wow that's really dumb now here's the thing
2: yeah the, they're banished until your opponents in face and they all go right back they're banished face up
1: wow so
2: then you can just kind of go let's see so if you can summon this dude on turn zero you can go let's see what you're playing wow.
1: ah got it that's really crazy
2: let's see what's in that extra deck of yours okay cool now i know what's a ghost and winter cherry thanks wow uh, next up we but have you a- can't
1: ghost reaper winter cherry but because it banishes both players extra decks
2: yeah until your opponent's in phase and then they both go back
1: yeah but i guess i guess in your opponent's end phase they could do so- i don't know it-
2: uh next up we have rebranded a continuous spell that's that's a funny that's fu- that's a funny uh play on words there Yeah. You can only use the first effect of this card's name once per turn. Also, you can only use the second effect of this card's name once per chain. One, if a light and or dark monster is banished, you can target one of them. Place it on the bottom of the deck, and if you do, draw a card. Interesting. Two, once per turn, your opponent normally special summons monsters. You can target a bisted monster in your graveyard, special summon it. So with the first effect, if you activate... Yep. The big guy you can just put one of your abstract monsters back and draw a card
1: <laughs> that's pretty dumb
2: <laughs> oh that's ridiculous
1: that's th- really dumb
2: and then of course your opponent summons a monster you just get a free uh beast of monster out of your graveyard which then fires off their special summon effects searching uh special summoning another one
1: this is really weird yeah all right next we have branded beast Continuous Trap Card. You can only use the second effect of this card, same once per turn. Once per turn during the main phase, if you control a Bisted Monster, you contribute one Dragon Monster, and then target one monster, one card your opponent controls, destroy it. Two during the end phase, you can target one Branded Continuous Spell Trap in your graveyard, place it face up on your field. Sure.
2: Uh, okay. Seems okay. Okay. Next up, uh, we have something that we in our last episode
1: accidentally spoke into existence
2: when we say that our, literally we recorded our last episode it went live the next morning and a couple hours later Skyhog Master Justin said I can't believe we've just done this Yeah, spoke this thing into existence Infernal Queen Salmon Insane level 5 water fish effect monster 2400 attack 1000 defense you can only use each effect this card's name once per turn 1 if this card is normal or special summon, you can special summon a fish, normal monster from your hand, deck, or graveyard. 2. If this card is destroyed by battle, or this card you control is destroyed by an opponent's card effect, you can special summon as any number of vile spawn. You vile sal- salmon tokens, fish, water, level one zero zero. This just. this is just more. uh. uh. Terror King Salmon Turbo
1: we've done it we've spoken terror king salmon support into existence everybody
2: yep. as a retrain called uh, infernal queen salmon that's fantastic
1: this this is a timeline i was gonna say it's the best timeline but i don't know about that but it's a it's a timeline for sure hey hey at least it was it's not the darkest hey at least it wasn't mystic mind support true <clears throat>
2: I think we're in a better timeline because it was, that could have been a Mystic Mind Sport card. Don't
1: speak that in. If we can speak things into existence, you need to stop talking. <laughs> All right. Next, we have Red Cartesia the Virtuous. Level 4 Light Spellcaster Tuner Effect Monster. 1500 attack, 1500 Defense. So, if you're following, it's got the exact same typings and stats and everything as... Dogmatica Ecclesia and Incredible Ecclesia
2: There's also a bunch of other stuff That has to do with her kanji name Which is all in the notes under at the bottom of the right. UK organization page um, That leads me to believe That this is Ecclesia Like being mind controlled or something
1: Right It's It's the same kanji as both Dogmatica Ecclesia and Incredible Ecclesia As well as Condemned Maiden and Saint Joan. But it looks to be playing on a Latinized name of somebody, a famous philosopher. The one that said, I think, therefore I am. Descartes. Yeah. And I have a funny joke about that, actually. So it's it's a weird name. It's a weird play on a lot of different things. But this is how they translated it. Red Cartesia, the virtuous. So. Um, Like I said, Light, Level 4, Spellcaster, Tuner, Effect, Monster, 15, 15 on the stats. You can only use the first, second, and third effect of this card's name each once per turn. 1. If you have Fallen of Albaz on your field or in your graveyard, you can special summon this card from your hand. 2. During the main phase, Quick Effect, you can special summon one Level 8 or higher fusion monster from your extra deck using monsters from your hand or field as fusion material. Three. During the during the end phase, if a fusion monster or monsters was sent to your graveyard this turn, you can add this card from your graveyard to your hand. This feels really good. It really does. This it feels cool. really good. I could okay. be crazy.
2: But... Okay, it's real quick. I...
1: Okay, let me hear the joke. I okay. know you want to
2: tell it. Okay. A <clears throat> Horse walks into a bar and orders a pint. The bartender asks. Uh, If the horse thinks he's an alcoholic, because all the alcohol he drinks, the horse says, "I don't think so," and poofs out of existence. (laughs) This is this is a this is a joke on uh, on Rene Descartes' classic uh, classic uh, uh, phrasing of "I think, therefore I am." I would have told you that first, but that would put that would be putting Descartes before the horse.
1: (laughs) Oh my goodness! (laughs) I hate you so much sometimes. I love that joke so much. All right, fine, but I'm stealing this one because you did that. <laughs> nah, that's fair. That's, I, <laughs> worth it. Yeah, and I like ninjas. So, next we have Green Ninja, a new card. This We've is we talked about it before. This is actual effect now. We have yeah, 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 yeah. So this is a V Jump promo card, and it is a level two Wind Warrior effect monster, 600 attack, 600 defense. You can only use the first and second effect of this card's name each once per turn. One. If a monster is special summoned to your field face up, you can target one of them. Special summon this card from your hand, and if you do, change that monster to face down defense position. Two, if this card is sent from the hand or field to the graveyard, you can target one monster on the field, change it to face up attack position or face down defense position. Sure.
2: So one funny thing you can do is just, uh, is like if you special summon a, uh, a, uh, warrior special summon him flip that warrior face down link one and then flip and then flip the other one back face up the one you slip face down back face up i don't know any link one any good link ones for this but
1: yeah i mean either but it's it's a thing it's funny all right you get the next one
2: all right yeah last new card as far as i'm aware of is called soul scissors this is a card from i want to say it was dark duel stories i i don't know what the english name for the game Uh... was uh the japanese name was like dual monsters four
1: or something yes dual monsters four battle of the great Duelist. yeah all it makes me think of is hey soul scissors <laughs> that mr mr on the oh radio my God, that's,
2: that's great <clears throat> so it's a level two dark <laughs> fiend 500 550 attack 5, 350 defense you Can only use the first and second effect this card's name each one's per turn. one if a monster on the field is destroyed by a battle of card effect and sent to the graveyard while this card's in your graveyard Splash Summon this card, but Banshee will leave the field. Two, if this card is Splash Summoned from your graveyard, target one monster opponent controls, destroy it. It's a hilarious way to punish your opponent for destroying your stuff.
1: Yes. Yes, it is.
2: But then you have to get it in grave and... Uh, yeah, it's... <clears throat> it's got a lot of problems. It's cool,
1: though. It's neat. cool. It's a cool-looking card. It really is. It's a it's a cool-looking card. So, full credit for that. Yeah. NGL. NGL. Yeah. Um and i will say that on the next episode we'll probably have a good bit more darkwing blast news and things to cover yeah because they're gearing up to well there's a big darkwing blast like live stream announcement event in like in the morning for us i think well as at time of recording yes in when this episode goes live at 8 a.m at 8 a.m central time So it's going to be 8 p.m. Eastern time, I think, in Japanese tonight, which would be like Like 6 a.m. Yeah, like 6 a.m. tomorrow. Or no, I don't know. It's basically I think it's like 6 a.m. tomorrow. We're both
2: terrible when it comes to uh, time zones.
1: Right, right. I, I think Japan is actually 14 hours ahead of us. Or No, I thought they were behind us. No, I think they're 14 hours ahead of us. Regardless, there's a 14-hour difference either way. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: So, soon, they're going to be getting, like, this whole TV show that Konami does every 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 new major, every new core set.
1: Right. Tell so, me, while i say core set there. If we did our math right, though, in our head, it'll be like 5 or 6 a.m. tomorrow morning.
2: Yeah. Um, so, you know, we'll probably get, so they're probably going to do a big info dump on a lot of new cards. Because so far, right. we only have the new, like, not even... The way it's worded suggests it's not all the Blackwing stuff, just some of the Blackwing stuff. Right. So maybe we get a bunch of new Blackwing stuff, which would be cool. Right. More Dogmatica cards. Or not yeah. Dogmatica, Albaz. Yeah, more Albaz, which are kind of part of that whole kerfuffle. Uh, maybe some new stuff for I'm gonna, I'm
1: gonna be honest with you, I'm kind of sick of the sick of the Albaz stuff.
2: <laughs> Fair. <coughs> uh, maybe some new um Therian stuff.
1: Uh, yeah, it could be anything, honestly. And, I mean... We could just get an entire new archetype tomorrow.
2: Yeah, yeah, we very well might. Uh, and then, of course, there's always a possibility of them just kind of going, Black Wings or Winged Beasts?
1: I don't get it. What are you implying here?
2: Here's just, like, a bunch of random Winged Beast support that no one asked for. Oh, well, yeah. It's like, oh, wow, who is this for?
1: Uh I, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I and, mean, whoever wants it.
2: Yeah, whatever Winged Beast deck wants it. Yep, and then everybody's and then and it's like a level, it's like a bunch of level fives, and there's like, no one can use this, right? It's like level fives that can't be used as single material. And it's like harpies can probably use it, I think. Maybe as like extra link material, but some org is banned, so.
1: Yeah, I don't know. We'll see, but we'll cover that on Friday's episode. So if you're looking for yeah. that and you just heard about all these big announcements. Wait for Friday. That's when we'll cover it because we record this in advance. (coughs) So first, I want to talk just for a moment about our local OTS or official tournament store, which is ETB Games in Alexandria, Louisiana. ETB Games does sponsor the show. They are kind enough to do that. And they are your one stop shop for all of your card game needs. That you can can find everything that you need there for Yu-Gi-Oh, Magic: The Gathering, Pokemon, Digimon, or whatever you are playing. Sleeves, deck boxes, binders, play mats—they have all of that and more, as well as everything that you need for all of your tabletop card gaming or tabletop gaming needs, such as figurines, paint for the figurines, dice, big mats that you lay out over the table, the books, everything that you need for the games that you love. So. If you are interested in anything like that, be sure to check them out. The link is in the description down below. And with that said, let's go ahead and get back on into the episode. So we want to talk about some
2: freeform jazz. Sorry, funny joke.
1: Anyway, continue. It was a joke. I don't know if it was funny, but it was a joke. we want to talk about the card game as a whole. So, Yu-Gi-Oh! is a game that we love to a fault. It is not just a hobby, but a passion for, I would say, both of us. And, obviously, it would have to be for how dedicated we are to it. Traveling all over the country and investing a lot of time, money, effort into not just the game, but also a whole podcast all about the game. So, I want whoever's listening to know especially if you're working at konami so you don't hate us i want to know i want anybody to know that this criticism that we're giving as well as ideas come not from a place of man i'm so mad at the game it's not that this comes from a place of love
2: it it could be uh, listen the game's great and all could be better
1: right so these are some changes that we would like to see made from less of a gameplay side because I actually like where the game is at right now gameplay wise and more of a corporate change more of a more changes as far as how Konami structures maybe product releases how Konami structures their events things like that I I think that there's things that Konami can do to very much improve the experience of the players
2: now first, I want to say uh, up front, we're not really going to be talking about the delays because that's really not something they can control. Right. So uh, unfortunately, yeah, it sucks that it happens, but it happens. It,
1: It is what it is. It's something that's way out of their control. Right. Absolutely. And I do also want to add that I am not the originator of this idea. I saw this on twitter that this was something that farfa had um farfa had posted about it he had posted his twitter what are some changes that you would like to see in the game and i think that it's worth discussing a little bit more in depth than a small twitter post not because i don't think farfa got his point across but more because i i'd like to give our thoughts on it but in long form
2: yeah without having to use twit longer
1: Right, so thank you to Farfa for, you know, putting this question out there and kind of getting the wheels of thought going in our minds. So, I think that we can take this kind of one at a time. Caleb, I know you have quite a few points. I only have one or two because I was very distracted in, during my yeah. prep time. I was watching One Piece when I should have been prepping. Of course. Listen, I'm, I'm very deep into One Piece at this point. That's fair uh okay
2: so to start with
1: yeah um, I, i'm like i'm on episode like 715 and if anybody listening is a big one piece fan hit me up because i'm desperate for somebody to talk about one piece with i'm almost done with dress rosa i'm very into it right now that that's fair so
2: okay so and if you
1: haven't watched it i recommend it okay i'm sorry can see, go ahead <laughs> go ahead okay, i'll nah, stop it's cool no 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 okay, <laughs> else there. okay so uh, no, get... that's 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 perfectly fair that you're expecting another interruption. <laughs> okay. I get <laughs> why you're expecting another interruption there. I really do.
2: <laughs> okay, so to begin, uh one of my biggest pe- pet peeves is just how they dance around reprinting stuff like that really needs to be reprinted. Right. Uh for a great example is Ash Blossom. Ash Blossom yeah, it's got a lot of reprints, but only one of them are like was like easily accessible. Right. And unfortunately, it was during a time when structure decks weren't exactly easily easily accessible. So now that one structure deck common is
1: twenty dollars now. Well, structure decks were easily accessible at the time. In fact, if anything, they were more easily accessible then than they are now. Yeah, that was pre-COVID.
2: Ah, right. I don't know why I thought it was. I thought it was like right at the beginning the lockdown. My brain's
1: all. Pfft. Oh yeah, no, it was. It was pre. It was definitely pre-COVID. Oh. But I, I'm sorry, I didn't. I cut you off yet again. Continue with your point.
2: Um, My point is, is that like even like even when it comes down to other cards like Pot of Prosperity, Pot of Extravagance. Right. um,
1: The way like over a year before they reprint anything. Yes, that is generally their rule of thumb.
2: And then and then the only exceptions that they make is by reprinting it in a in like the exact immorality a second time. Or even a third time, like uh, Forbidden Droplet, where it's had... Yes. What, two secrets and a Short Print Ultra and
1: uh, Ulti? Yes, that is correct. That's not accessible. Well, it's got the original Secret Rare printing. Then, a year and four months after its original printing, it got another Short Print Secret Rare printing in Brothers of Legend.
2: And then it got uh, an Ulti reprint in one of the LTS packs.
1: Yes, well, in between, yeah. yeah.
2: And then recently... It got an ultra printing in Legendary Duelists. Uh, Duels from the Deep. Duels from
1: the Deep. I think that's the name of
2: that set. Also heavily short printed. I wouldn't say heavily,
1: but it is definitely short printed. Yeah, because I think you get like two or two to three per case. Um, I've seen some people pulling four. I think four is pretty normal. But it becomes an issue when you have five ultras per box, which means you have 60 ultras per case. And only f- only three of them
2: are, or only like three to five of them in the are this one specific card out of how
1: many ultras in the set? Ten? It might be less than ten. I think it's seven. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's pretty rough. I opened two boxes and I pulled four Abyss Sharks. Listen, listen, I opened a box
2: i didn't even get the abyss shark
1: <laughs> yeah
2: i i got um i got the uh fortress whale
1: yeah i also pulled one the
2: Creutian. and one of them yeah and i got i got nothing but a bunch of copies of them and one more dive oh yeah that was my one that was the one ultra i got that wasn't the creation or fortress whale dude
1: Oh, did you get the either of the new Marincest links cuz there's two Marincest ultra yes. links. Yes. I got
2: I got one I got uh, exactly how many I need for each of those, which is like one.
1: Okay. Yeah. So you got the Fortress Whale, the Kurishan, the the what you call it, Yeah, the, like one
2: of each of the ultras from there
1: and, the, and then the Morincesses. One Marincest dive. Yeah.
2: Everything else were Fortress Whale and Kurishan. And I was just like that's I, mean, I, got, I think I didn't walk away with three Fortress Whales.
1: Well, you only have, if you bought one box and you got five ultra rares. Okay, cool. I'm terrible at math. You are terrible at math. That's well documented.
2: Yeah, it's very point. well do-
1: Anyway, but. Besides the point. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry. I'm not trying yeah. to But well, I mean, be pedantic. It, it
2: is also part of the problem is that a lot of the, you know, is that, yeah, cool. it's an ultra, but how are you supposed to pull it? Right. You only get five ultras per box. And in a case, on well a case. There's like three of them, maybe four, right? Five if you're lucky.
1: I think four if you're lucky, honestly. Yeah. Five,
2: five, you're really lucky. But I, I think that I think the number they were going for was four per case, right? But then some of them will accidentally fall into right because the way it's randomized, one will uh, like the one that was supposed to, the the fourth one for a box will fall into another box, not fall be randomized into another box
1: i know that my first box had six ultra rares yes. instead of five and my sixth ultra rare was, was droplet, droplet. Yeah. yeah which was very cool
2: yeah which another possibility is that they're not telling anyone that they did this they also might have like had it where a random box will have the sixth ultra and it's the and that's where droplet's at
1: right right i doubt
2: it i highly doubt that it well, have been a fluke on your part
1: yeah i think it was i think it was a fluke honestly But it's a fluke that I'm willing to accept. Of course, because it happened to you. (laughs) Right. So I do, I I absolutely agree with what you're saying there. And I think that's a very good point is the way that they reprint these cards. And even the reprints are not very accessible.
2: And then some of the cards they reprint um, that are like, okay, in order to play the game, I need this card. But it's super expensive. And then they like reprint it long after that meta has come and gone and it's no longer viable anymore. Right. I'm just like, would've been
1: great six months ago. For real. I think that something that is a key contributor of this lack of reprint equity and this lack of opportunities to reprint these cards fairly and distribute them evenly is... Something that I know is one of your other points that I'm gonna kind of dig into right here, but with a lack of promos. Oh my god. And a lack of guaranteed printings of cards. Yes. Now these days the only way to get a guaranteed printing of a card is if it's in a structure deck. Uh your yeah, it's a little structure
2: deck um and uh lost art promotions.
1: Right. That's it. And that's very, very finite i think that when you compare this to say 10 years ago which i know is a long time ago but if you look at the tens that would come out 10 years ago they would come with four to five promos
2: yeah of course the 10 whatever was on the 10 would come as a promo there, but then you get like four other random quote-unquote rant they seemed random at the time um, cards, but it was stuff like uh, one of them had like Trigodia and Vayu.
1: Right. And stuff I, like I that. I think Vayu may have been another way that you could get promos, which are special editions.
2: Yes, uh, special editions. And then there are also the Jump promos, which the TCG, as far as I remember, doesn't get anymore either. I think we technically get them, but it's just... Yeah, like, we don't get them in the magazines anymore, so there's no point. But I also, <laughs> I also think Shonen Jump like closed stores on the U.S. side, if I'm remembering correctly.
1: I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't think that that's correct, but I, I could also be wrong because I haven't followed it very closely.
2: Same, same. I haven't had, have haven't been to a Barnes and Noble in.
1: Right, like right.
2: The, like last time, I like last time I, I went to a bookstore. And trust me, it pains me every single time I think about it. And I think about it almost every single day. <laughs> I love bookstores. Um, was. <clears throat> Was like a year. Was like almost a year ago at this point.
1: Really? And before that was like three years. Honestly, it may have been pre-COVID. No,
2: it was not. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I was in uh Shreveport for.
1: I remember that. Yes, I remember when that happened. Actually.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, I think I, I think I bought a couple of mangas from there. Cause, right. Because uh, we were on a tight. Our budget was like twenty dollars. Right, right. I think that.
1: A, without having without having 10 promos as well as promos for special editions which special editions are also no longer a thing so you don't have unlimited of various cards floating around yeah. dropping the price but so th- without all that it makes it way more difficult to go in and really have more opportunities to get these cards. Things like Dandelion, Glow Up Bulb, Ill Blood, BLS. Right, these these are notable promos. Evolzar Dolca, Tur- guide from the Underworld, yeah Rescue Rabbit. Right, Shockmaster. Oh. Shockmaster was a Actually Shockmaster was a jump promo and then was a special edition promo. So you are correct. Yep. These cards that were all expensive 10 years ago would they wait maybe eight months to a year not and even. reprint them as promos. Not even. Um, tour Guide took a year to two years. Yeah, but no, like... And Sho- Maxi. Like,
2: Shockmaster only took, like, four to six months. Shockmaster did not take a long time. Part of that, though, was because it was a jump promo first, and then it was a special edition promo.
1: I want to say they, that... Back in the Lagia day... and Dolka were... They were printed in September 2011, right after what we know as Plant Synchro Format, because Photon Shockwave, where they released, ended Plant Synchro Format. Yeah. And then I want to say Lagia, Dolka, and Zen Mains, which were all printed in that set, all ended up as promos in the next year's summer 10s, so 9 months, 10 months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, if the, but then, you know, if, if a card was a
2: jump... Like, Black Ship of Corn got reprinted, like, in a mo- like two months later. Yeah, jump promos got reprinted
1: really fast. But, yeah, some of them were actually good. Like, Black Ship of Corn! And I, don't, I don't remember Black Ship of Corn being a jump promo, was it?
2: Yeah, yeah, it's how I got mine. Oh, really? Yeah, okay, so, so Black Ship of Corn is, like, this really old card. It was a generic rank 4, detach one, similar to your opponent's monsters to the graveyard.
1: I mean, he's pretty good.
2: Yeah, at the time, it was great. Oh, my God. It was a uh, jump promo. Or no, it was a manga promo. It was a manga promo, not a jump promo.
1: I don't know. You got me curious now. Yeah. Yeah, it's only got two printings. One is a Yu-Gi-Oh! Zexal manga promotional yeah. card and one in the 2013 collector's tins, And that's it.
2: Yeah. yeah. Now, here's the thing. It was a dirt cheap card, though, because that manga was printed out the rear end back in the day so like within about a week there was easily 30 black ship corns just floating around that's crazy.
1: in our little area that's crazy i did not realize black ship of corn yeah I, I didn't realize how few times it had been printed
2: yeah 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 uh to be fair uh after its second printing it, it by the time it got its <laughs> second printing it was already out of vogue well, for lack of a better term,
1: it was eleven months because it was from December to November.
2: Yeah, th- that's how quickly it got power crapped. It was already like there are better things to run.
1: But the idea that this card could be printed in eleven months, reprinted,
2: yeah. as opposed to now where we'll wait, where we'll where. Pot we, of
1: Prosperity came out February of last year, and it does not have any reprint of any kind.
2: A year and a half later, yes, and so that's why it's a one hundred and what twenty dollar card now.
1: Uh, it might even be higher than that yeah but last yes. time
2: i looked it was like 120 let's check that real quick live and on air we're professionals i swear <laughs> yeah i
1: swear we're <laughs> professionals a hundred and three dollars yeah 104,
2: 104 okay 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 yeah still super super ungodly expensive card that not everybody runs by the way
1: right but it's extremely necessary for certain strategies like flunder Correct. madolche dinosaur very ex- very good card in those strategies
2: yeah and then, then there's also a lot so of all the decks you try to build exactly for some ungodly reason I, I think that's just a case of uh of uh just bad luck
1: potentially yeah
2: anyway um i have Pod of extravagance now for dino at least
1: it's something. Yeah, it's better than it's better than what I had before. True.
2: Uh. Anyway, back to what I was talking about. I have completely lost my point. Crap.
1: The the fact that these we don't have these promos anymore it's kind of screwing everything. up. Yeah, out.
2: yeah, yeah. It's messing it's messing with everything because it takes five ever for them to reprint something in a reasonable like rarity to where okay, cool. It's like a super. Right. Or like, cause like for, cause like, cause
1: like for public of extravagance, it got reprinted several times. It was still like $30 at the cheapest. Yes. Because it got reprinted in Megatons and after the Tin, No, it was Toon Chaos, then Megatons. Then we waited and then it was a gold rare. Mm-hmm. Gold rares were still 20 plus dollars. And so we got it as a structure at common.
2: Yeah. And that's the, the fifth
1: printing is when it finally got yeah. reasonable.
2: And those for a while were seven bucks five right. to seven dollars not not forever they they dropped down after like a couple of weeks
1: right um, But still
2: as the structure deck kind of saturated the market right but at the beginning it was almost as much as the entire structure deck by itself here's my thing
1: i think that if they could they don't have to reprint these cards after four months I understand that they need to really get yeah. their, the equity out of these cards. I don't even think
2: it. I, I like. I think the earliest they should reprint stuff is six months, especially these super high value cards. I mean, like
1: Potter I would be even fine with nine, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, but sixteen, seventeen, 18, or longer—that's pretty excessive. Yeah, that. Particularly, particularly something
2: like uh, Forbidden Droplet, which is kind of required to play I wouldn't say required but
1: it's a good card
2: it it definitely
1: it you can definitely feel the difference when you have it and when you don't have it yes for sure I think that something else I, I would even be fine with no special editions if we got more products similar to dual devastator where it's oh, all, man. its fifty-six guaranteed cards, right? Yeah. Not necessarily built into being a deck or whatever, Duel. but just in my opinion, duals Devastator is probably one of the
2: better products that I've seen in this game's history.
1: Yeah, I, yeah. I don't think it was a forty-dollar product, good, but I think it was probably—it probably should have been twenty dollars, in my opinion. Twenty to thirty. I, I think twenty, even for fifty-six cards. But the thing is, it's fifty-six guaranteed cards. There's no like lottery in it. Yeah. So I I just think it's about a $20 worth of product. And I think that making it $40 artificially inflated the price of the cards within the product in the long term. But regardless, more more products similar to that where you have, or even when you do things like Ghost from the Past or Dual Power or Dual Overload. Yeah. When you do these things where you get a display box with these cards, put a couple of promos in there. Things oh yeah, like that. yeah,
2: yeah or 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 even better yet uh when do we do something like maximum gold or like like the premium gold stuff right. have like have like each box is guaranteed to have this one card in it right like or one of two yeah or like one or even one of five yes like just okay okay cool you have a chance of getting one of these five cards you're
1: guaranteed one of these five cards i mean they reprinted armory arm that way and that was a great reprint in the was it Hidden Arsenal set? yeah Hidden Arsenal chapter one yeah. but the point is they need to reprint cards and have More. a better way a better system of reprinting cards because the current system is terrible oh my god uh so and then my
2: my next point which was ki- which was kind which is still kind of part of that actually is the way that they structure the actual structure decks here as opposed to the OCG okay so the LCG gets two structured decks roughly a year, right? But then you know they've been getting the structured deck R series, which is like redos of old structured decks, right? So um, essentially
1: they get twice the structured decks we get.
2: Yes, once a year we'll get a structured deck of a new strategy. They also get that. We don't get the structured deck R stuff. They just throw that into. Well, we I think we get
1: like two to three structured decks a year actually.
0: Uh,
2: I don't remember one last year. Last year had...
1: I remember we got Albash Strike. That was this year.
2: It feels like last year.
1: That was, I think, March.
2: Yeah, yeah, it was March, yeah. But
1: last year we got the Egyptian God decks. Which aren't really structure decks? Yes, they absolutely... Well, were they structure or starter decks? Neither. We got Ice Barrier Structure deck. Yes, which was a deck. uh, It existed. Uh, We got Cyber Strike. We did get Cyber
2: Strike, which was weird because we didn't get the Dragoonity one.
1: Right, but Cyber Strike was more of a, an expansion on the Cyber Dark archetype. Fair, and less a retrain yeah, of that, an that's older fair. structure deck. Um, but we're all. What I'm saying is, but the structure deck ours are specifically retrains of older structure decks.
2: Yeah, yeah. So like we didn't get the Dragoonity one. Instead, they just threw all that stuff rather than it being in a structure deck of some kind, just into, I forgot what set it was. It
1: goes from the past one
2: yes ghost from the past
1: one uh and then we're not getting the the agent Structure strikes we got in ghost from the past two yeah and dark world will probably get in whatever next year's yeah what if it's ghost from the past three or whatever
2: yeah yeah which is not good in my opinion particularly those structure deck r's always having these great
1: reprints which we just don't see
2: yeah um and then of course whenever we do you know, of course when the ocg does get the structure decks that we get they always get better reprints right it got to the point where it kind of became a running joke um you know oh the ocg is getting uh forbidden droplet and lightning storm we're getting a uh, lightning vortex and effect valor
1: right yeah i remember when they got infinite impermanence and lightning storm in the cyber cyber strike yeah and
2: we were like we're not getting either one of those. we were like
1: oh cool we're gonna get effect valor and mst we got, we got infinite
2: We got infinite impermanent, surprisingly.
1: Right. And I don't remember what the other card was that they were.
2: I, I think it was Solemn Judgment. Ice Dragon's Prison? No, we didn't get Ice Dragon's Prison. They got they got Ice Dragon's Prison in, a, in the Ice Dragon in the Ice Dragon structure deck. No, in the Albaz structure deck. They got Ice Dragon, yeah, yeah,
1: and we got Warning Point.
2: Yeah, we got Warning Point, uh, f- but for that we got actually. I think we ended up getting like
1: a Solemn. Which Warning Point is a really weird reprint because that card has not even been out for a year.
2: Yeah, yeah, ra- yeah, it's weird. They'll randomly just pick and choose random cards to reprint, like less like less than a year later, and I th- and they're not they're low rarity cards to begin with,
1: right? Which that makes is- no sense. Yeah. Warning Point was printed in phantom Rage. oh well i guess phantom rage was actually oh, yep there it is yeah. a while ago i felt like it that was feel
2: like it though
1: <clears throat> no i really could have sworn warning point was reprinted a lot more recently
2: yeah
1: Or it was originally printed a lot more recently yeah. than that but hmm. okay either way i guess when you play the game for years it all kind of blends together
2: particularly the last couple of years mm. Two. okay but that, but that. that's not beside the point is that the OCG always gets way better reprints than we do
1: they get more structured decks, and they're better.
2: Yeah. Um. But to, again, to put with the reprints. Now there are now. The trade-off is that we get TCG exclusive stuff. Like
1: yeah, but they get OCG exclusive stuff. Shh.
2: To be fair, uh, our OCG our TCG exclusive archetypes are way, as far as I've been told, are way better than the OCG archetypes because they're actually playable. Actually, I don't know that they get OCG exclusive archetypes. I don't think they do. I think they get, like, OCG-exclusive individual cards.
1: But they don't get things like B-Trooper and things like that.
2: Until way much, later. Way later. And then, back in the day, I think they had an entire pack that was just TCG imports.
1: Well, they they still do that. Oh, my God. They Yeah, they still get a, a set every summer of just TCG imports. Oh, my God. They're, they're going to get B-Trooper later this year. Yeah, yeah. So.
2: And we don't get anything like that. To be fair, we do slowly... To be fair, we do get OCG imports sometimes quicker than they get tcg imports um but it's individual cards and
1: and other times we don't get them for 15 years so yeah sometimes we don't get them at all okay i want to bring up one of my points go for it so i personally have an issue with the way that konami structures their the way that they interact with the community generally konami has this large wall of silence with the community
2: oh and then just kind of well then just kind of like poke their head in the room and go by the way this is a
1: thing if they even do that yeah i don't like the way that they communicate or lack thereof with the tcg community specifically if you look at the ocg side of the card game they have a huge amount of interaction they get live streams of card announcements and things like that we might get a youtube video that accidentally gets posted three days before it's supposed to and past that we might get a little bit of interaction with them letting certain content creators premiere archetypes a week early i really think that there's a lot more that konami could do they could start with putting more explanation behind the ban list then they could go into opening a line of communication between the player base and the actual decision makers within Konami. People like Joel McHale. People like, oh gosh, the the guy whose name I can, is not, has just escaped my mind. Right as you're about to say it. Yeah. Every he, time. Every time. Yeah, he's the head of R&D for, for TCG kevin to opening a line of communication between the player base and these people put them on twitter let people hit them up on twitter and be like hey why is this like this
2: yeah or give, ha-
1: give them a voice
2: and like something else it that kind of goes coincides with this as well
1: rulings of course kevin to might be the reason that they're not allowed to publicly have their own twitters and things like that and have a voice but it, it might be uh another, another thing is you know uh the issue with the tcgn rulings absolutely
2: this this is another huge issue of mine yeah yeah which is which is okay so the way it works is that in the ocg before a card gets released they'll announce the
1: card and then they give a whole set of rulings around around
2: that card right that could come up
1: yes and they put all of these rulings into a massive rulings database
2: so if i'm ever curious how alpha
1: master of beasts
2: yeah would interact with Uh, whatever whatever i can just go go on if i was the ocg i could just go on go onto the website type in alpha master beast click enter click on the card and it'll bring up every ruling that has to do with alpha master beast correct And, and
1: through those rulings and through the precedents that those rulings give you can discern how the card interacts in other ruling situations
2: yeah compared to the tcg where they don't say anything until literally at a YCS when somebody else brings this up yes and you then, have to ask the head judge at the event
1: and, and that's when you get a ruling
2: and then the ruling might completely change how that card functions altogether. right uh, a prime example of this is back when uh, Le- uh, number 25 Leviathan Dragon first came number out 17 number 17 thank you Leviathan Dragon first came out <coughs> um, his whole det- if I detach song and do I get a search number 25 is
1: utopia Got the two mixed up. Utopia's 39.
2: Who's number 25? I don't know. I'm going to look this up real quick. Now now,
1: now I'm curious. I bet I can get there first. Anyway. Probably. The issue is that we had it ruled a certain way that, oh, well, it works like this. Just for them to turn around and say that, no, it actually doesn't work like this. It works a completely different way. It's force focus. Ah, okay. It's the camera. Yeah, yeah, I've got one of those in Ulti. It's very nice. It is. Anyway,
2: um, back to the task at hand. Okay, so like,
1: we don't have a set way that rulings work here.
2: Yeah. Um, and like, and like, like with Leviathan, it completely changed the viability, not the viability, but it completely changed how the card functions. And it went from a why wouldn't I just make Leviathan activate effect, attach song and song and search. There's no right. reason never to not never do that, not never, not ever do that, not ever
1: not do. <sighs> There's never a reason to not do it.
2: Yeah, but then later, because the initial ruling was, that's how that worked. Then it got ruled, no, you do get your search.
1: Then it got ruled back to, no, you don't get the search. I think it was, I don't know. It's so dumb that they can rule these however they want to rule it. And at the end of the day, we don't have the official ruling until Julia Hedberg, relays that to the head judge out of ycs because she is the line of communication by my understanding anyway between yeah. the konami r&d department and the actual judging staff so basically whatever she says is law so i just in this game of ours she is the god of law and order the point is, in the <laughs> OCG, they have this amazing rulings database. Yeah. And in the TCG, we have Facebook groups where you can go and ask judges and get a bunch of differing opinions and decide what yeah. you want to go with.
2: Yeah, and yeah, for local stuff anyway. And then.
1: No, go- no, 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 no. They use those at regionals.
2: Oh my God. Okay, so all events up to a YCS
1: then? Pretty much. That's, I've seen people ask of, I've seen a judge at a regional. Go, hold on one second. I saw this in a Facebook group recently. (laughs) Oh my God. And pull it up in a face. I have at a tournament. Now this was a case tournament. I asked the head judge before the event, hey, how is this ruling going to be ruled today? And they said, "Um, let me ask some people that I know and I'll get back with you. And I went on later to see that they just posted the exact question in the (laughs) Facebook group. And that's how they ruled it now granted the people that reply in these facebook groups are sometimes actual head judges yeah. from ycs's and things like that yeah people who'd be in the know right people with actual credentials yeah the, the point is what what are we doing here it,
2: it also makes de- actually deck building considerably more difficult because you don't know how a specific cards going to be ruled in advance in
1: advance so to wrap up long story short better distribution of reprints and promos better access to things like structured decks i would like to see better communication from konami
2: oh my god that's that's a big thing it's just better
1: communication right and just i have one more thing that i want to touch on really quick cuz i know we're wrapping up i would like to see konami be more open and inviting and in- inviting of content creators at events Oh, I so I, I would love to see some content creators. I understand that we're probably too small for this. Oh, no, no,
2: no, no. I don't think we'll ever get it big enough to actually do something like that. It'd be
1: cool if we did, but... The point is, I would like to see content creators like MBT, like Semo, who I know are blacklisted by Konami because Konami's dumb, but things of people like that, people like MST.TV, people like Disencoder, I would like to see these content creators get invited into behind the scenes of a YCS. I want to see these content creators be brought on to be brought in as announcers for a YCS. I would love to be brought in to do commentary for a YCS. I'd rather do that than play in the event. I think, (laughs) I think that these are things that Konami could do to improve their relations with the community rather than have this great big wall of silence.
2: Something else that I would like, by the way, that is also just kind of part of communication. Give us a month in advance on, Uh, ban lists.
1: Oh, and even a
2: set date on a ban list. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be, oh, it'll be on this exact date six months out. Even just a, hey, we should have within the next week, like a month in advance of when it's supposed to go into effect.
1: Absolutely. To have a ban list that goes into effect three days after it gets announced, which is the weekend of multiple nationals, that is, in my opinion, unacceptable. Congratulations. You have two days to completely redo your decks. Yes, which happened this past ban list. They had multiple European Nationals events happening that weekend. And then turned around and had announced a wa- announced a ban list on... I think they announced the ban list Thursday or Friday. Didn't say anything that was on it. It takes effect Monday. Actually, I think it might have been announced Monday or Tuesday and took effect that day. Yes, yeah, so- Basically, these people had the people who are in these events
2: had three days notice, right, to completely rebuild their decks in some cases, which is
1: just dog water in my. And
2: opinion. like, even if you're just going to do okay, cool, I'll just switch out this card for another card that kind of something similar, you have three days to get the card. Good luck.
1: Yeah, it, it if your was, local
2: doesn't have it or one of your friends, you're not getting it.
1: Yeah, it's it's really unacceptable the way that they do the ban list. So. But I think that also falls under clearing effective communication. Yeah.
2: You know? I didn't even preface that with yeah, yeah, this is all just part of communication. Um so,
1: at the end of the day, these are just some changes that we would like to see going forward. But we would like to know what are some changes that you would like to see going forward. So that'll be the podcast question of the day. I want to know what you, the player base, would like to see from Konami going forward. So with all that said please thank you everybody so much for listening to today's episode be sure to check out our patreon our tcg player affiliate link be sure to check out our dragon shield affiliate link our be sure to check out millennium threads those are all of our sponsors as well as etb games in Alexandria, louisiana their link is in the description down below be sure to check out team dark arm dealings i haven't talked about them in a while they're our our sister youtube channel they are in from the same locals as us they do a lot of the event coverage for a lot of these events that we go to they post deck lists, things like that. And be sure to check us out on Twitter, Discord, things like that. So thank you all so much for listening to today's episode. If you liked it, be sure to follow us on Spotify, on Apple iTunes, subscribe on YouTube. We are definitely trying to get those numbers up because that is actually our smallest platform. But in the meantime, thank you everybody again so much for listening and have a wonderful week. Take care, everybody.